That's right, I'm Frank Nicotero, and the show starts right now! Super Bowl week, woo! That's right, showgirls, baby! Me and showgirls, that's how I roll in Vegas, yes. I'm like, no me Malone, it's Versailles. That's a deep cut movie reference right there, and you get that one? Okay, all right, moving on. <laughs> if you know what movie I was quoting, put it in the live comments, and I'll shout you out. Hello, and welcome to Punchlines, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, and oh, you can sense around town that Super Bowl 58 is only five days away right down the street. Last night, me and Jeff Parles, our host of Sports by the Book, uh, went down to the stadium for opening night and shot some footage, which will come up later in the show. Later on the show, via video, Super Niner super fan. Tom McClain, comedian Tom McClain, who told us that wonderful story about being flown to Vegas to see Cher in the front row uh, at the recording of her DVD. And later sitting in the studio, uh, our play-by-play -play man, our graduate of a high school also in Pittsburgh, Matt Neverett, will be here. But we have Jeff Parles, who I was with last night for quite some time. We had a good time going to the stadium. He is live right now at Radio Row. So you guys, we're going to throw to Jeff. Jeff, what's happening? Hey, hey, Frank. It's good to see you. Nice. I'm going to get up. I'm going to at least show you around real quick uh, before I get going on a hit of my own because I need to show you something that's out here. I'm walking from the center of the, the ring right now. I'll let a flip and show you how show you how good it is. Oh, man. We, we lost him. We lost him. Is that – did he play the tape? Uh, uh, Tuesday. He's, he's trying. Okay. Yeah, we lost it because he was walking around. But Jeff was live at Radio Row, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there you go. You saw him there. You see the banners in the background. We're bringing it to you live. We'll do it live. Is he back? Oh. Uh, we're back. All right. And we're back. <laughs> Jeff, turn your camera around. Oh, we were good? Okay. <laughs> yeah, turn right, your camera well, around. Let's see I'm going to show you real quick. Yeah. There it is. We'll do it live. Okay. There it is. Nice. That is the first thing you see when you come in today is all the the aristocrat slot machines. One of them that, of course, we see right by our studio, Frank. Yep. And that's yep, the right. first thing you walk into when you come in the radio row. How about that? <laughs> they want people gambling at all times. Nice. Now, how many people are there right now? Yeah, he said hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> They use a little sign language yeah. there. Lost it. Move on. Move on. Thank you, Jeff. 60 outlets are here, uh, and they're only going to get more as the week goes along. All right. And you're going to be hanging out there all afternoon, right? All right. All right, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they should show this in that meeting. Anyway. Uh what a start. <laughs> What a start. All right. That was Jeff. Jeff's at Radio Row. We're going to be doing all sorts of fun things. We got a video of some of the antics that happened last night. Uh, I have this Super Bowl cup right here. Uh, had had nice little soda in there. And I kept it. Reuse it. I don't know why I did that. Like, I'm a magician. See that? Nothing in there. <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, it was a good time. And uh, by the way, Tom McClain has the coolest piece of memorabilia to show off when he's on. Because, again, he's a Niners fan. we got to have a Niners fan on. I'm kind of wearing Niners colors on purpose. This is kind of like a, a brownish gold with the red. So this was for Tom. Coordinated. 
coordinated. Uh, what are you wearing, man? Where'd you get that hat? That is sharp. Yeah, my uh, my stepmom picked it up for me. That is very nice. That is just an, you know what I like about that? It's Super Bowl 58. It's Vegas. It doesn't yep. say Chiefs. doesn't yep. say Niners. Uh, I don't know if it's in the video that we shot. Did you show any of the um, the, the, the merchandise shop yes. we're in? Yes. Yeah. I do have that. that there was some overpriced had, yeah. products there, but that's a sweet hat. It's got the logo. Yeah. It's got like yeah. a cool underbill too. Oh, very nice. And you know, last night was my first time in Allegiant Stadium. That's a really nice stadium. Yes. It's very nice. I mean, every time I've been in SoFi, it's been overly packed, so it's hard for me to compare the two, but Allegiant just seemed like there wasn't a bad seat in the house. Like, even the upper deck or kind of hanging over the field yeah. wasn't bad. I mean, really, any stadium in Vegas, there's not really a bad seat. Yeah. T-Mobile yeah. Arena, there's not a bad seat in there. A T-Mobile, yeah. I was, where we sat behind the one goal, I felt like we were closer to the ice than, you know, some of the people. It was, yeah, they, they did the stadiums well. They know what they're doing. All right, so anyway, big show today. We have that video coming up. Today is February 6th, 2024. It's National Chopsticks Day. Ladies and gentlemen, you're supposed to eat with chopsticks. It's kind of an Irish uh, accent there. Are you good with chopsticks? Yeah, I can use them. You can? All right, well, open them up. Let's see. So by the way, to quote Jerry Seinfeld. I already did. You already did. To quote Jerry Seinfeld, who always says about chopsticks, he's like, he goes, the Chinese with chopsticks, you know they've seen the fork. <laughs> They've seen the fork. Why? No, they stick with the sticks. And I brought you a fortune cookie. That has nothing to do with chopsticks day. But you have to go ahead and open your fortune cookie with the chopsticks. You're or just open it, it like I was this. Just gonna I'm just going to open it like this. I brought Ryan it? a fortune. Crush it. And let's see what you got, Ryan. Here's no. my fortune that I will read with the chopsticks. Swap. Removing it. Here we go. National chopstick day. Mine is psychics will lead police to your dead body. What? No. Okay. <laughs> You will advance socially without any special effort. What's your say? You're eating the cookie. You should always read the fortune before taking it. See, I have a different approach. Approach, yeah. Okay, you I have, have to, to I have to eat the whole cookie before reading oh the fortune. Oh my god, and these kids today so high maintenance. All right, what's your for Holy crap. All right, let me just go what else is going on. Uh, let's see. Ryan and I are competing Sorry. with the chopsticks. Sorry for everybody listening to me too. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh well, Ryan and I, you know, we like to compete on the show. We make wagers. We make bets. We are going to the NFL fan experience tomorrow, you and I. And we know there's a lot of, like, throwing football stuff and kicking stuff. So Ryan and I are going to do a little competition, aren't we? And we'll figure out. We'll make some sort of wager. We'll come up with it. But I'm excited to go to the fan, the fan experience. That's yeah. actually perfect because my fortune says tomorrow your creative side will shine forth with, with exceptional ideas. Tape it up. Tape it up to the food passes. Do it. That one stays. <laughs> That's a good fortune. There you that go. Is a, that is a great one. Uh, yeah, fan, fan experience on Wednesday for us. Thursday night, I will be headed to the Dollar Loan Center, the Celebrity Flag football game. And as I mentioned last night, we had all sorts of fun and festivities with Jeff and I over at the stadium. And uh, let's go ahead and roll that right now, right? Let's do it. All right, here's a little video we shot, Jeff and I, at Allegiant Stadium opening night for Super Bowl week here in Las Vegas. All right, it's opening night at Allegiant Stadium. You can see the logo right there, Super Bowl 58. We're going inside. We're going to talk to some fans. We're going to see what the, the vibe is here in Vegas. It's very cold. Uh, but let's go. Let's go, Lions! We got a Lions fan. Lions fan. Show the Lions fan over here. She, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if she saw the final score of last week's game. And she's not sure. You realize it's, uh, I, I was rooting for you. I love your hat. Anyway, all right, it's not Detroit. It's San Francisco and KC. Let's go in. Allegiant Stadium, first time in. Here we go. Opening. Everybody clamoring to be near the Lombardi Trophy, of course, as a Steeler fan. I'm only impressed when I see six at a time. Oh, Ryan, Bears fan. 
He's like, look, there's one from 85. Okay, we're in the merch store right here. This one kind of caught my eye right here. Check out this hood. It's not even a hoodie. It's got the Nike logo there. It's got a good pouch that I could keep uh, all the parlay cards from the South Point. Let's take a look at the price here. I'm going to guess 99 And uh, I was off. 250 <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Oh, it was Jeff Parles that I bumped into. Yeah, that's the 250 shirt. We're going we're gonna to move down. Hey, I got my souvenir cup already. So uh, Travis Kelsey right here. Mitch larger than he looks on TV, but Travis, have a good game, buddy. I'm Ben, the over receptions. So I just ran into Melanie Wilking, who I follow on, on TikTok and Instagram and everything. Now, I know Austin Eckler is playing in the poker tournament. Is he ready for this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he loves poker. Now, are you rooting for the AFC team here, or are you rooting for the NFC team? Who are you rooting for? I am, I am neutral. Okay. No, I, I would only be rooting for the Chargers. All right, next so. year, Chargers. Yes. All right, thank you. Have a good time here in Vegas, Melanie. Yes. Thank you. So I have to kill five days. I'm trying to think rafters i'm trying to find a bathroom that i can sleep in that way i save ten thousand dollars they're playing the dance version of van halen right now players are about to come out for interviews pretty cool atmosphere jeff piles what do you think there are, there are a lot of people in here there's already. a lot of people for, for is there hearing the press conferences from afar <laughs> all right we're gonna try to get closer we're gonna, we're gonna get closer we're gonna get try to get frank right on the sea in the chief world let's do it and you go over here, there's Kermit, kids just ask some good questions, Travis, Coach Reed, we call this the State Farm, State Farm Row, and where's Jake, Jake from State Farm, he's up there, there's him walking right there, there's Jake, I didn't give him a good start, alright I'm inside the stadium, and the most annoying act they could possibly have on right now is a drumline from America's Got Talent. Probably not the best time to be shooting content. But as you can see, uh, down here, let's see if we can... Uh, that's Guillermo from the Jimmy Kimmel Show. <laughs> hey, I'm playing the club! May 16th, May 17th, Guillermo! Well, that's it from Super Bowl 58's opening night. Me and Jeff Parles had a blast. We ate. We drank, we bumped into people, we did fun stuff, and uh, I think you guys were ready for the game, right? Five nights away from Super Bowl 58, Punchlines and South Point Studios is your home for inside content. A lot of stuff coming up later this week. Keep on watching. Yay, there you go. Yeah, that great was piece. fun. Great piece. That was a great piece, and you led with the Bears piece. That was good. That was good editing. Good editing by Ryan. I sent... Look, Ryan, thank you, by, by the way, Ryan. I can take these off for a second. Ryan, uh, I send everything back in pieces, and then you put it together. It's like a puzzle. But, I mean, when you have so many perfect pieces to play, I mean, yeah, perfect you're going to lose a few. Play. By the way, I love Jeff Parles. Probably the worst cameraman ever. Right? <laughs> uh, we, there's some shots that, I mean, we, we try, I looked at, and I'm like, well, we can't use this. I don't know what Jeff was looking at at the time. but um, Probably Melanie. Probably Melanie. Melanie what? By the, yeah, by the way, how much of a creeper am I? I'm like, I'm like, hey, I, oh know my you God. I know you from TikTok and Instagram, but she's engaged to Austin Eckler. So she does a lot of stuff and goes to Charger games. And I bet very sweet girl. So ran into her. Um, by the way, it is episode 83, ladies and gentlemen. We've made it to 83. We hope to continue to do it for many more episodes. Keep you posted on that. Ryan uh, has made yet another fantastic collage. And I believe you have 84 and 85 already loaded. You're, you're, you've been working ahead. 
right? Yep. This is baby stuff, right? You got time, you, you yeah. got to do it. Yeah. How many, what's the over under of sleep hours you've gotten? Like total, tonight, la- la- last, last night, uh, probably five, five hours. That's not bad, uh, right? Yeah. What about Tiff? Is she getting more than that? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Baby uh, always wants to eat. Yeah. All right. So. Well, you got to be supportive. You're doing a good job. I know you're doing a great job. All right. But he texts me at weird time. I never used to get texts from him after like nine. Now, one o'clock. Hey, what's up? <laughs> He's like, hey, you up? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 83. Oh, you got Wes Welker in there. Wes Welker, so annoying to watch play, right? He was a Dolphin. Then he was a Patriot. And then he went to, uh, where else did he go? He went to Denver. Denver. That's right. He played with Peyton Manning. I think he won a ring with Peyton Manning, right? He did not he did win not a, a ring? single ring. Oh, that was the game they lost to uh, Seattle. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Wes Welker was that guy you love to hate, you know, because he was small. Always making big catches, big clutch catches. Although he had that one in the Super Bowl that he dropped, that might have helped them win the Super Bowl that one year. But yeah, so he played for five total teams. Yeah, what were the other teams? So G- Jets first drafted by the Chargers. Charge. Oh wow! Dolphins, Patriots, Broncos, Rams. I do not remember him on the Rams. Do you uh, remember him on the Rams? Uh, not very well. No. No. That, I think that was might have been the same year that Danny Amendola had the big year. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was, yeah, because they had the two little white receivers, and that yeah. you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> which one's which? Uh, Willie Galt. We mentioned this is like two shows in a row. We've mentioned Willie Galt. Yep. There are no two shows on television or on the internet that have mentioned Willie Galt two days in a row, except for Willie Galt's podcast. But anyway, the reason we mentioned Willie Galt is because Willie Galt is going to be at the NFL celebrity flag football game on Thursday that we're going to. So we can talk to Willie Galt. And he was a contestant, celebrity contestant, played for charity. Mm-hmm. On Street Smart, the game show I hosted a million years ago. So Willie Galt and there Andre Reed. Those were the two guys. I didn't realize Reed was eighty three. <laughs> they were on the show together. So there you go. Two number eighty threes. I know Reed finally made the Hall of Fame. I remember asking him. He had just retired maybe a few years before. I'm like, are you you are you gonna make the Hall of Fame? He's like, I better make the Hall of Fame. He's look at my numbers, and he was right. I mean, you look at his numbers. It took him a few ballots, but when he played, he was the go to guy for Jim Kelly when they had those four Super Bowl appearances, career touchdowns. How many? 87 career That's touchdowns. a lot of touchdowns. By the way, Antonio Brown, for some reason, I was looking at his stats today. He had 83 touchdowns. Antonio Brown probably hey, should be save it. Home. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. He wore 84. Yes, he did. You're there right. You Amongst other numbers. He wore 81 and 17, yeah. which I didn't remember 17, but that was for his week with the Raiders. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. Uh, Ted Hendricks. Wow, Ted Hendricks. I believe his nickname is the Mad Stork. Yes. Wow, look yes. at me. Knowing the Mad- I remember the Mad Stork. He was huge. He was bigger. Nowadays, he would look like a tight end. But back then, he was like an intimidating player. He was on the all-decades team for the 70s and 80s. Was he really? Yep. Wow. I remember he played a long time. And again, the Raiders were always on TV. And Ted Hendricks said, the mad stork, man. I just remember that nickname. And I hated him because he was on the Raiders, but he was really good. He made the all-70s and 80s teams? What did I just say? What happened? Nothing. I was laughing at Tom. Tom? (laughs) I saw it too. too. (laughs) Tom's thirsty. That's all we're going to say, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Coming on. (laughs) Oh, my God. We'll have him do that when he's like. (laughs) He had to take a shot. Great flash. Great flash. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's he's hydrating before his appearance. And last but not least, uh, number 83. Got to do that for Heath Miller. You chose the Bumblebee uniform, the Steeler Bumblebee. Yeah. I personally liked those. I didn't like them at the time. Yeah. Looking back, yeah, they Looking are back, they were pretty cool. The Steelers also had a throwback really uniform to the 30s, I think, and it had a giant leather patch on it. They were horrible. Uh, they were really ugly to look at, 
But uh, apparently when they created these uniforms in the 30s, that leather patch was meant to help hold onto the football. The leather on leather. It yes, doesn't I don't, move well. Yeah. I don't, do you know anything about leather on leather? long silence <laughs> phrasing is crazy moving on yeah i was just talking about oh no and anyway they had the but i like the bumblebees paul reno paul's probably watching oh no i don't think he is that. watching today i think he he actually he got a he got a written note for me to ex excuse oh no bob dell's not watching live reno paul might be there anyway uh good afternoon frank hey joey b good afternoon chat we love that you're always there spearheading it uh, that was all 49er fans yeah there were a lot yeah mini dar brings up a good point it was a lot of 49er fans because if you saw it, Travis Kelsey, when he came out, they introduced him, he got booed. But you know what Travis Kelsey said? I love the booze more than the chairs. You know who also loves the booze more than the chairs? Matt Neverett, just walking in. Uh, you know who just loves the booze? Don't booze and cheers go Don't together? Booze and, cheer That's booze and cheers go together. The show cheers. Look at Ryan pulling out an 80s reference. Parl's on a burner phone from Radio Row, says Joey B. Anyway, we appreciate everybody. Hey, Frank, I sent me, I got your email, Daniel Pacheco. I was in a cowboy. Yeah. Okay. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a good show already. We had the video. We had a live hit from Jeff from Radio Row on his uh, BlackBerry. An attempted one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to bring on our special guest. I have to grab the headphones, ladies and gentlemen, again. Oh, and as I pulled up the headphones, okay. a tissue came TV. out. It's always a good time to clean. <laughs> Jeff wears these. I got to clean them up. <laughs> Matt, do you wear these too? Oh, God. How much hair gel is going to be on these? All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, I'm so happy that he could make it back. He was here a couple of weeks ago. He told us a very funny story about being flown in because he was a member of the share fan club because he loved joining fan clubs. And uh, ladies and there he is, Tom McClain, baby. Yeah, uh, Uber, awesome. Uber, 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 Uber 49ers fan. Look at that. Look at those decor. And there it is. Yeah. Drink it up. Straight what? out the two liter. <laughs> what is that? Is that Mr. Pibb? That didn't look Dr. like a Thunder. Uh, this would be the Walmart Wait version of that. What the hell is Dr. Thunder? <laughs> and Ryan, why do you know about Dr. Thunder? I could just read. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of Dr. Thunder. I didn't realize it's a Walmart diet Dr. Pepper, basically. Essentially. Yes, yeah. sir. You, you got to take some of it in, man. Go hit your local Walmart, get you some diet Dr. Thunder. Just don't go to mine because they tend to run out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need something for my Super Bowl cup here. Now, listen, there's no logo on here, Tom. I got a Super Bowl cup, but I did wear Niners colors for you today. As you can see, I kind of have a golden T-shirt with the red on. So I wanted to welcome you and make you feel comfortable. What jersey are you wearing today? Always fun to know. Oh, yeah. Today I am wearing wow. a... Ronnie Lott, that's correct. All right. Mr. Very nice. The hardest hitter of all time, as far as I'm concerned, man. It used he to was. be amazing him finish off. It, it was one of those things where, like, at the end of every play, you always saw 42 in the mix. Every single play. That is true. He was never, never took a playoff. I love him. Now, you'll be able to settle this urban legend for me. Did he have the finger cut off so he didn't need surgery? Or is that a He is missing part of a finger, right? What was the story behind that? Yeah. Yeah, he did. The, the, the story's been exaggerated. Yeah. There's stories that, uh, that you know, somebody grabbed some tinder snips and snipped it off on the sideline. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, but he did have his finger amputated because the, uh, the the recovery time would have been too long and he wouldn't have been able to play. I believe it was in, in a playoff game. And so uh, he's like, take it off. And, uh, and so it's like from the, yeah, just the tip of his finger. My God. And it's true. They didn't use anesthesia. They used, uh, they used Diet Thunder. They used Dr. Thunder or whatever. What is that soda called again? Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. Yeah. What school did Dr. Thunder go to? Where did he get his degree from? Where is that? Uh, DeVry or, or Phoenix? Online? 
University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix, for sure. All right, so listen, I mean, we are, we're what, five days away from the Super Bowl? It's here in Vegas. I got to go to that fan experience. I don't know if you saw the video, but it was really cool. A lot of fun. How are you feeling? Are you nervous right now? Because right now, it's, okay, it's, it's, by the way, let's point out the line right now, Ryan. It's two points, right? Yes. Niners are minus two, and we want to point out the, the technical stuff that we want to point out about the bets at South Point. Uh, it's minus 105 for straight bets here. All right, you're not going to get that anywhere else in town, correct? Correct. And then what's the 10 cent straddle we want to talk about? So the 10 cent straddle on the, that was for the money line. For the money line. Yeah, okay. the, the spread is the minus 105. Okay. And then the, right. the money line is a 10 cent straddle. So um, minus 125, you get the extra 10 cents on the other side. So instead of one oh, plus 105, it's going to be plus 115. Right. So, and by the way, as Jimmy Vaccaro pointed out right before the show, nowhere else in town are you going to get those numbers. Right. So if you're going to bet the Super Bowl, you want to come to South Point, we're six miles from the stadium. Come down here and make your bets. Nobody but South Point. So let's just call it a pick em game for, for well, just, just, it's a tough winner. Uh, obviously, you're rooting for the Niners. How are you feeling? Are you a little nervous? What's your, what's your vibe right now? Because the Chiefs seem to have all the numbers and all the trends going their way. Um, I'm excited. I don't think nervous is uh, would be a way to describe any. I don't feel nervous at all. I guess okay. that's a weird way to say. It, but <laughs> I, I I feel like that they're a team that their their times finally come. I mean, they, they're you know they made it to the Super Bowl a couple times with uh, with the, with not the best quarterbacks, and now they've got their guy Brock Purdy. Um, he's he's just nails, and not everybody can see it yet. And I think more and more people saw it during the championship game. But there's just something about him. He, you, you never feel like you're out of the game with Brock Purdy under center, and um, and so that that makes me actually really excited. I know it's going to be a fun game. I know Kansas City likes to uh, start out slow and and pick up as the game goes on, just like the 49ers. So I think we're in for like a, a lot of fun. But I I do think the 49ers are the better team. I think that. Um, that these guys really felt uh, shorted last year by the way things ended in yeah. Philly. They've kind of been on a mission all season, so um, not no nerves at all when it comes to this game. I, I'm I'm excited, I and I, I fully expect them to handle their business. Now, where are you going to watch the game from? Right there in your cave, gonna, or <laughs> I'll be watching the game with my kids. So okay. yeah, I'll be watching. And uh, yeah, that, that's always my preferred place because they they're used to the way I act during games. And how is Even that? When I, <laughs> I well, I I turn into like the coach where I start yelling at them what they need to do and stuff, and it's uh it's it's probably pretty embarrassing. So it's one of the reasons <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I love it. Um, so listen, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. A lot is being made about that, right? He was in seventh round pick. Be honest, when he was drafted, I mean, you had Garoppolo and you had Trey Lance, right? So I mean. Did you even were you even aware of Brock Purdy or you're like okay this is a camp arm as they call it some guy that's going to come in and whip the ball around to you know to spread the ball around during training camp and then he's gone or maybe practice squad I, I was aware just because I followed the draft but I don't uh, I obviously didn't think that he was going to become anything like he he has like you you just kind of hoped that he had what it took to make the team you know um uh, Paul Salata, a 49er player from the 1950s, is the one that kind of came up with the whole Mr. Irrelevant oh, yeah. and the week that they have down at Newport Beach. So I've I've always kind of followed the Mr. Irrelevant thing. The The last quarterback I remember drafted was Chandler Harnish. So I thought Chandler, Chandler Harnish was drafted by the Colts. And I just, I just remember thinking that it was kind of cool that the 49ers selected, you know, Brock Purdy with that pick. And Paul Salata's daughter was the one that actually yeah. came out. And this was pretty cool. And we showed the fake out video where he knew he was getting drafted, but he didn't tell his family and he goes in the living room and he gets drafted. It was a great moment. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So 
Let's talk about another quarterback. Let's talk about Joe Montana. Let's talk about Dwight Clark. Let's talk about the catch. You sent me a picture, and I posted it on Twitter last night. We got to see this helmet that you have. That, and you got to tell right. us the story behind this. You can grab it. Don't knock over the, right. the Dr. Thunder. Watch the Dr. Thunder, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there was this great game in, in 1982 oh, yeah. in, in January with uh, the catch. I don't, know how, I don't know if you could see that yeah, very good. Yeah, we can good, see it great. Yeah. yeah, we can see it great. It's got the. It was inscribed by Clark with, with the with the play, and he wrote all kinds of stuff on there. So uh, that's my favorite oh, piece, wow. and it's. I usually keep it um, put away, other than this time of the year if the 49ers <laughs> are being. Because you know we want to keep it out of the sun. That's amazing. There's, a, yeah. there's another one. That's the one that usually faces it during the Super Bowl party. Joe Montana, three times Super Bowl MVP. I love that. But that's amazing that Dwight Clark actually took the time to write out the diagram of the play. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's very I love that. Cool. Is that your most prized? Oh, go ahead. Well, first of all, yeah, it is probably as far as my sports collection. When uh, I, I think you know that I were. My house was like a half a mile away from the Thomas fire. And when that took off, it was like, okay, I got to grab my helmet. Then I got to figure out where my kids are. And then we got to get out of here. <laughs> priorities, ladies and gentlemen. It's priorities as a football fan. That's hysterical. So uh, we're in Vegas. Uh, there's a, do you know anybody coming to the game? Do you have any Niner friend fans that are coming to the game that you know of? Uh, I don't have a lot of billionaire friends. So no, I don't know a lot of people. <laughs> But yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, and I, I, I know a lot of people that are going to a lot of the the events this week and stuff, and it's kind of uh, it's exciting, man, because you got the 49ers and the Chiefs on the Raiders' home field. Raiders fans, it's got to be driving them crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Like you know, last night, what's that? Yeah, they're using the yeah, yeah in the Raiders' locker room. In the Raiders' locker room, yeah, the now Raiders there's a logo painted over with the Super Bowl logo and the Chiefs logo. Did they really? Yeah. Oh my! And I know the fields. The print now. Have you heard about this practice field stuff? The Chiefs are using the Raiders' facilities, right? Because they're considered the home team. The Niners are out at UNLV, but there's there's a rating. The way they measure turfs. And it's supposed to be a 50 the hardness. Rate. Yeah, scale. the hardness. And San Francisco is saying that it's too soft. Kyle Shanahan came out and said, nah, that's all crap. We're fine. But uh, I don't know. That, is that concerning you at all? Someone got bit by a coyote, which we'll probably talk about. Uh, we don't know who that is yet. But um, yeah, there's also, I mean, these are the head games that go on before a game, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I think that uh, the rough practice conditions don't necessarily make you have a bad game. Um, as long as nobody gets injured, you know? Yeah. Uh, the 49ers used to practice in Rockland, which was like 115 degrees, you know, in the summertime. And th th they did that through those the 80s, all that time when they were winning Super Bowls. They were out there and they were, you know, passing out from heat exhaustion. And it was just, they were up against the worst conditions. But uh, that I think that that made them a better team. So I'm not saying that a crappy field is going to make them a better team. But I don't, I don't think that it's going to really get in the way necessarily. All right. Now, are you into any prop bets? Do you bet on the game? Um, is there any, do you like first touchdowns, a big bet out here? Is there anything you're looking at? When, when I'm in town, I always bet prop bets rather than any of the other stuff, just because it's more, it's more fun. I like to, yeah. I like to bet on a, a defensive player scoring the first touchdown. Um, I can't remember which Super Bowl it was, but there was one where I won, I won a prop bet, which, which paid for all the prop bets that I lost, uh, immediately following, but it was when the defensive, it was a defensive score to start the game, defensive touchdown, I believe it was. 
It wasn't long ago. Cubs in Reno. And by the way, that's the way that's the way that I look at the prop bets. You're gonna you're gonna sprinkle around 15, 20 bets. You just want to break even. You just want to hit that one. Yeah. One of the big ones, you know you're gonna lose some of them, but just you know, if I can break even, it's fun. It makes the game way more fun. And again, I've pointed this out before. We have a booklet here. You can come down to the South Point Sportsbook, walk over there to the the uh the side of the counters there. This is 19 pages of props. Yeah, it's way over there. 19 pages ah. of props. And I, as you can see, I've already taken Sharpies. I got orange. I got yellow. I'm making all sorts of bet, uh, all sorts of bets. It's going to be fun to watch the game that way. And I'm going to be how watching the game here. How many T Swift bets are there? Are there a lot of Taylor Swift bets? <laughs> nothing yet here. No, nothing yet here. I know uh, we had one. There's one around town. Uh, what was it? Over under albums or platinum albums? It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, she has ten platinum albums. Travis Kelsey versus her pop star girlfriend. Right. That's over at stations. They've got yeah her her eleven. Um, Platinum it? albums. Yeah, it's platinum where he had more or less catches yeah. than her platinum album. Yeah, so so less nine or less, put, ten or eleven, eleven or more. I want to put a hundred bucks on her having a Giselle like meltdown at the elevator. And catch the ball and tackle people and block field goals. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. My God. Well, she's paying two point five million dollars for a suite or one point five million dollars. I think they gave her a, a break uh, because you know, whatever, but but just for like twenty, it's a one point five million, and uh, the, the the food's amazing in these. We're we're gonna show it tomorrow. We have a video of all the food. We're spreading everything out over the week. But I mean, it's just that's ridiculous. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe the NFL didn't give it to her and all this. It's like you know what? She's a billionaire. Let her throw the one point five. Let her spend her money. It's fine. She'll be coming in from. She'll be jet lagged. Oh my god. Um, now you played a lot of big events. You, we wanted, we always want to hear a Vegas story. You said you had a Vegas story about playing some sort of. Well, tell us your Vegas story. All right, so check this out. Uh, UFC 194. Okay. I went to uh, with it was at the MGM Grand. I went with uh, my buddy Carlos Alazraki, who was on the show uh, we, last week, by the way, and he was great. And by the way, I have to stop you real quick. Ryan and Jerry, who's on vacation, were crying because he was doing all the voices from their childhood. Fairies. He was doing. He, was doing, he kept saying, "What was the word? Fairies, fairies, and spirals." Yeah, Mr. Crocker. These guys, when they looked him up before the show, they're like, "He did spirals, voices, Mr." They were freaking out during Carlos, which the clip is available on our YouTube. If you click shorts. You can find the Carlos Club. These guys having their childhood come to awesome. life. They were crying. They were so excited. And that's because Tom gave me his information. So you can thank Tom for getting Carlos thank on the you, show. Tom. So anyway, back to the UFC story. Oh, no, I, but uh, let me throw this in there really quick. Yeah, since we're, we're, Take your time. Carlos, we really, really want 49ers uh, backup wide receiver Ronnie Bell to be suited and make a big play because uh, having Carlos say, yo quiero Ronnie Bell is amazing because he was a top <laughs> He bought a house with that Taco Bell stuff, you said. All right, so tell us uh, tell us your UFC story. Yeah, so we, we go and we get there uh, kind of early during the prelims. I would say about nine fights before the main event. As as you may know, the 194 was uh, the fight when uh, Conor McGregor faced, faced Jose Aldo. Um, we got there, and it was already packed. The The arena was already packed. They were the I don't know the best way to say it, but the Irishmen were already hammered by the time <laughs> as they do I, yeah i mean it was like uh I, i'm trying to remember who it was that was fighting i think it, i think colby covington was fighting some dude he lost and 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 they, and they were still already singing the ole ole ole, ole, ole. <laughs> and it was and that was like constant through the whole night right and as the night progressed it got louder and it got louder i mean you got tisha tiny tornado tisha torres is fighting and they're ole 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 <laughs> And they're continuing. I've never seen people drink like this. I can't imagine how much the concessions made that night at the MGM <laughs> Grand. And uh, 
as you may remember, that fight lasted 13 seconds. Conor McGregor caught him with the first punch. Jose Aldo dropped. And the place just went bananas. They started dancing. It turned into this. <laughs> Everybody was singing it. I, not, not me, Carlos, and Carlos's wife, Laura. We were kind of terrified by the whole thing. Because it was like. <laughs> other land right and uh and and they were the there was a couple of irish dudes next to us um they were on the other side of laura and i was in the middle and i think carlos was on the other side of me and they kept kind of bumping into her and i go i go here just trades places with me so they'll bump into me because they'll bounce off of me rather than actually like put you know <laughs> the, the kind of annoy me so we switched spots and sure enough the first time they bounce into me they bounce off me and tumble down a couple of rows <laughs> Now, that was a little bit of Tom's strength, but also a lot of the Irish juice there, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm not trying to take credit for beating up two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so they tumble down, and we're like, okay, let's get out of here, right? We're, we're trying to manage our way out of there as quickly as possible. I don't know how many people of this arena seats, but there was the longest line, uh, like a conga line of Irish, shirtless Irishmen. Oh, <laughs> And I swear, it went all the way down into the lobby and all the way out to where our car was parked. It was like this big old long line of drunk Irish dudes. It was absolute insanity. We got in the car, we left, and never talked about it again. <laughs> and you can see that Irish conga nightly at the Sphere during the U2 shows. It's the same crowd, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tom, we wish luck to your team. Uh, I think I read somewhere that they will win the game if you finish off that Dr. Thunder right now on camera. If you finish that off... The Niners will. No, oh no, that's way too much. Never mind, that's way too much. Yeah. I don't want to kill you. Yeah. All right, the chance are just going to be too much then. The no, no, don't, don't, Tom, don't, Tom. That's enough. Yeah, there you go. Just a little <laughs> hit. <laughs> All right, Tom McLean, and you are uh, at XL Comic on social media. Yes, sir. And you got some shows coming up. Uh, I saw who you had coming up at uh, your, at your Giggles uh, sponsored shows. Who are some of the comics? I haven't done it in a long time. I'm here now, but you're always uh, staying busy with the stand up. This Friday, I have the lovely and talented Kira Sultanovich. Oh, Kira. Oh, God. Kira Sultanovich is one of my favorites, and I'm not just saying that. That's Kira. I uh, was on The Tonight Show a lot. She did the voice of uh, that machine, that whatever. I've done so many shows with her. Yeah, the photo booth. Kira Sultanovich is one of the funniest comics out there. So if you're anywhere near his area or you want to see someone funny, Kira is very funny. We did a show. Kira and I did a benefit at a casino where it was just cops in the audience. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, we were both like, all right, this is going to be, it was the best show we ever did. Is that Kira right there? Yep. According to, IMDb. that's good. No, she's very pretty. That's a good picture of her there. I've never seen her. She usually has the curly hair. Her hair is usually curly, but she had it up an updo there. All right. Anyway, an updo. Is that the right term? I don't know. All right. Anyway, <laughs> well, Matt never says it is. So Matt never and Ann. Yeah, Dr. Thunder, Tom McClain, ladies and gentlemen, good luck to the Niners this week. And we'll be back in two minutes. Matt Nevert's checking in. Thank we'll you, be Tom. right back. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, Join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Woo! 
Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza, plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Oh my God, Tom McLean and Dr. Thunder. I have an acquaintance. I didn't know Dr. Thunder. B-Town dummy. Let's go ahead and call him out. Uh, Kristen Hansen. Willie Galt was on Street Smarts. I'm sure he mentions that all the time, being a two-time U.S. Olympian. <laughs> yeah, if you meet Willie Galt, be like, hey, I'm Willie Galt, played for the Bears, and I was on Street Smarts. Yeah, thanks a lot, jerk. Uh, also, B-Town dummy, I believe Dr. Thunder is who Rocky wrestled in Rocky Three. Of course, that was Thunderlips. And Jerry Trevino, by the way, my man Jerry. Jerry is on vacation. Jerry, you're on vacation. You're on vacation. Stop watching the show. He has a little wrench by his name. What's that mean? He's the administrator. He's a mechanic. Means he's <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in the mob world, a mechanic is a guy who can fix things. You know what I'm saying? It was, I shouldn't be top. Vinny. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Hulk Hogan, baby. Yeah. What are you doing with the chopsticks? I don't know. It's <laughs> National Chopstick Day. Can we? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the host of Sports by the Book today and Mondays, Matt Neverett is here, our utility guy. He's here for everything. Matt, uh, it's not Happy National Chopsticks Day. I forgot mine. Yeah. I, I forgot have, mine. I Anne, brought a set for him. By the way, Anne was what? really ready to get me on set. Yeah, she really was. She wanted to get onto the shot. Yeah. Well, if you need to fix something, Jerry's got a wrench. Jerry's the guy. <laughs> Jerry wrote how Jerry and I have a, a love. We have a love for the Rocky movies, which has come up a few times on the show. And, uh,. It was amazing. Hulk Hogan, baby. He goes, uh, Thunderlips in the flesh, baby. And then he wrestles with... You've seen Rocky Three, right? Okay. I've seen all of them. By the way, Ryan, this is how much free time he has. Yeah. Right? He, he... You know, he badmouthed Star Wars. Were you here when he badmouthed... I was not. Star Wars? I am, I'm offended. So he kind of said it was the worst one, right? He said it was the worst one. Which one? Uh, Star Wars. Just a New the, Hope. A New oh, Hope. The, a yeah, New Hope. Well, out, compared to the other ones, yes. But you've got to take historical context into okay. it. Ryan. I, Matt let no him finish. Matt. Can we cut to Jeff Parles at Radio Row again, please? He so but anyway, so he you know, he's got the newborn baby, right? He re-ranked all the Star Wars movie. Okay. New Hope jumped from last to like what? Fourth. Like fourth. And by the way, he doesn't go by titles when he sends me his uh, his re-ranking. It's seven, four, two, six, three, nine, one, eight, seven. I'm seven going. is definitely not the top. What? Well, Seven is no, definitely, not, no, definitely not. No, certainly not. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, which is five, five. that's number one. Now, if we're talking storylines, New Hope is up there with the upper echelon. It set the stage of for course. everything. Of course. It's all about the historical context. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the new ones either. 
Uh, the, the the first new one that they came out with, I I liked just because I grew up with Star Wars and was really excited for it. Is this the one with the little kid, the little Anakin, or are you talking no. about new? new no, no, seven, no, seven, seven. Whatever the the first right. new when, one was yeah, after they came out with the Ray initial was introduced. Six. Right, and cut off on me. I'm going to use the chopstick to scratch my back. Hold on. <laughs> but it was uh, okay, you know, great, mind. great visually, but the storylines, yeah, leave a lot to be desired. Right, we'll get off of Star Wars right now. Um, Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry appreciates that we. Stop talking about it. Yeah, Jerry hates Star Wars. Yeah, he's, he's all about Sonic the Hedgehog. He's not a fan. All right, Jerry, we're doing it. Uh, hey, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for some posts with punchlines. We have Matt Never here. Might as well bring him in. Do we have the graphic? Yep. No? no. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Brazilian cheesesteaks, ladies and gentlemen. Brazilian cheesesteaks. Because it was announced last night while Jeff and I were at the Fan Fest, um, the Eagles are the host team for the first NFL game in Brazil. What do we think about this? There we go. Uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell. By the way, did you see the Goodell press conference at all? I did not. Softballs, the no. The that they were throwing at him. Sounds about right. Yeah, it was all like invited guests. It was ridiculous, but, you know. And then they're trying to say, oh, well, he earns this $60 million a year. What? Uh, and he talked about scripted. He talked about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy question. That, that was weird. Well, and then he deflects it. And no, Taylor's a big yeah. personality herself. Yeah. Like, like, okay, well, that doesn't answer the question, Roger. Yeah. Is the NFL scripted? It's an entertainment business. It is an entertainment business. So, now, the word, like, like wrestling, that's not scripted. <laughs> Which wrestling are we talking All about? All right. So, anyway, the Eagles will be playing on a Friday night, September 6th, <laughs> in San Paulo, Brazil's largest population with about 12 million residents. The Eagles will play an opponent yet to be determined. Now, here's the scary thing it could be either the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Green Bay Packers. Suck. There you go. Uh, those teams, along with the Eagles, made the playoffs last season. Uh, so anyway, it could be the Steelers possibly in Brazil. That's interesting. And the fact that the Panthers are even on this list, I mean, that's an insult to Brazilians everywhere. <laughs> you got to give them a good matchup, right? The you first game. Did you know that outside of the U.S. and England, Brazil is the NFL's third biggest market? because of Because of the population and how, how much the well, sport right, is growing in yeah. South America? Yeah. Well, they know, the NFL knows. They're smart. They're going to have a game there. I think I, it only makes sense to put Green Bay down there because you can't sacrifice... The Pittsburgh Philadelphia rivalry, yeah, Keystone State rivalry. Yeah, there. you, you yeah. can't I you agree. can't sacrifice that to Brazil, and then you can't put any division matchups because yeah. then the home field disappears. They lose the game. I yeah. mean, the, there have been forty-three international games, and only six of them were division matchups. Hmm. Two, three of those, two of those were the Jags sacrificing their own home games. <laughs> the other two in Mexico City were just short distance between the the Chiefs and Chargers, and then mm -hmm. the Niners and Cardinals. And then the uh, the Jets and Finns played in 2015 in London, and then the Panthers and Bucks played in 2019 in London. What a barn burner! Yeah, those are good. That's good so, information right there, Ryan. Thank you very much. And the first thing I thought of was: Is Jason Kelsey going to retire or not? Because you know, Jason Kelsey, if he's on the roster for that game, he's going to be wearing one of those skimpy bathing suits that the Brazilians wear down there, right? The men wear those banana hammocks. I think we have a artist <laughs> rendering. <laughs> Now, did you made this last night, Ryan? Did did your did Tiffany walk by at any point when you were making this and go? Uh, no, she actually went to to Sonic to pick up some ice cream that she wanted, which okay. she ended up not getting. But um, yeah, no, she did not. Okay, she wasn't around when you made that. Yeah, that would have been a little weird. Probably uh, for the best. That was great. Excellent. So I don't know. I mean, you. By the way, Kelsey will go as an ambassador of the game, even if he's not on the active roster. And I guarantee you, we are we are being very we're we're foreseeing the future here on this one, right? Mark the calendars that we did this on February sixth. That will happen. He will wear that outfit. Uh, that is a picture that is fake by Ryan. Well, but it's a real picture. Real picture. But okay. Well, <laughs> I, I yeah. altered. Is that what I uh, yeah, say I for legal reasons? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Why are they outside a trailer, by the way? So that was for the, the ESPN body issue. 
Oh God! In 2018, the whole offensive line, yeah, did the. Oh, I thought that you just did a phenomenal job photoshopping the heads on there. Too. That's a real I picture. That's yeah, that's the actual that's Eagles great. line. Phenomenal. But you put I, the banana hammocks on them. Yeah, the black stuff around the masks. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and you said Sports Illustrated. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you said ESPN. The man. I don't remember what you said. Uh, anyway, uh, the Funko Pop. Now we talked about it. We, we th- after he was uh, shirtless and jumping and drinking beers in Buffalo. Someone did a mock-up of what a Funko Pop would be of of Travis Jason Kelsey doing that. So guess what happened? You said, and I remember we I, we sent it to each other, and you're like, yeah, it's just someone on the internet having fun. Oh no, they're actually doing it, and it sold out. Of course, it sold out. Who wouldn't want that? It's going to be it's a limited run, and all the money is going all the money's going to charity, I believe. But look at that. Would that not be the best Funko Pop? If you're a, an, an Eagles fan or have a relative that's an Eagles yeah. fan, that's a keepsake. That is, that is a that, lifelong keepsake. Leave that in the package. Yeah. Uh, I have probably a half a dozen Funko Pops. Uh, mostly, I have Prison Mike from The Office. Of course. I have Nightman and Dayman from uh, It's, it's Only Always Sunny, Sunny yeah. And I have a couple other, uh, I have a Creed Bratton one. I have a couple other Office. Mostly just The Office and Only Sunny, but they're great. No, I love the Funko Pops. I don't own any, but yeah. I've given probably... Over the years, about a dozen as gifts. Great gift. I got two two brothers that are kind of into the same thing as me. Girlfriend, I gave one to my mom one year. Like, which I, one did you give to your mom? Um, which one was it? I think it was. Um, Hold on, let me text her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's on my favorites. It was an actress. Who was it? Oh, it was uh, Betty White. Like oh, like ten years Betty ago. White. This was oh. a while ago. Wow, Betty White's even a Funko Pop. You know what we need? We need punchline Funko Pops. Get on that, Ryan and Jerry. On. Jerry, Jerry, damn it! <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that that's actually how. All right, Hail Caesar's Palace. Hail Caesar. Say, we got to point out, we like talking about what's going around town in Vegas. Have you seen the projection that they put up on Caesar's Palace? Yeah, I actually drove by yeah. uh, the other day on uh, Flamingo and the, and the Strip, yeah. uh, going west on Flamingo, and they've got a really cool TV set up in the pond right there on the corner. Wow. Yeah, I, I was there too, and I, I looked up at Caesar's, and I, there was these green images projected, looked very alien-like, and I pointed out that, well, that's just uh, that's just a test pattern. They're trying to... So there it is. You can go by wow. Caesar's. What does it say? Every half hour, Ryan? Yep, every half hour. Every half hour, they're projecting these images. That is cool. And that's right near the Bellagio, so you got full entertainment right there. But that is super cool. Wow. My question is... And the is rains it... were heavier than I thought yesterday. Look at it. Oh, I mean, it's still raining right outside. There. No, I'm uh, What were you going to say? My question is, is for, for stuff like this, are they testing it now to be able to do something like that You know, permanently? We're starting yeah. to see the Mandalay Bay and Delano just put in LED lights kind of going all the way down yeah, the side. Yeah, the yeah. Rio changed theirs, but they're revamping the whole thing. <laughs> I saw that the uh, even the, the Strat is doing some cool kind of projection things going all the way yeah. up the white column there. So I think that they're kind of just using these almost as testing grounds yeah. for you know future projections. You can sell that. We saw, we've seen what ha- has happened with the Sphere and how much they're able to charge for advertising. Wow. Well, what about the Luxor and the giant Dorito, by the yeah, way? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which we I know we've talked about it on oh, the yeah. show. Hate the way it looks. Yeah. It's so kitsch and so cheesy. Yeah. Both literally, literally and figuratively. But whoever thought of that, yeah, the genius. marketing guy that thought of that needs I a raise and right some. Someone who was stoned out of their mind. Absolutely. They were just looking and going, oh, Man. that is a giant Dorito, dude. I wish. Buble. Buble. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan with the Z. And then he realized he was at the NHL All-Star. Yeah, game. right. Sure, sure, Michael. By the way, they dropped this. There are screens on Caesars Palace. They have to have something to project it on. So there's like some, some sheer, hmm. you know, uh, screens that they're projecting the images on. But what if... You came to town for the Super Bowl. You're staying at Caesars. You asked for a view of the Bellagio and the waters and the Strip, and you come out, and now there's a sheen over your roof or your window. You know, you're paying big bucks. You expect no sheen. It's a motto to live by, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there it is. Oh, (laughs) there's Drew Dahl. Drew Dahl. Andrew, who works on the show, that's it. (laughs) With the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the back. Yeah, and he put, yeah, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. 
Uh, by the way, someone else, get tell, call the Luxor right now. Someone get Carrot Top on the phone. He'll make it happen. Get the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. The Luxor, I mean, that's it's genius. Uh, the, the Dorito and very nicely done with the actual. And keep it nacho. Don't give me Cool Ranch and all that crap right there. Salsa Verde. What's that? Salsa Verde. Yeah, you like that's a, the yours? green bag. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my favorite. I haven't had a Dorito in two months, so let's not talk about it. Nikito. Doritos, Doritos, Doritos. No, <laughs> uh, By the way, they, they should they could they could play movies on Caesar's Palace, right? Yeah. Put put the Hangover on there some night at midnight. Midnight movies. Watch the Hangover. Get all wasted and jump in the Bellagio fountain. Caesar actually lived there, according to that movie. That's what I'm saying. That's why I thought of it. I thought it was clever. Oh God, I almost lost my paper. Number three, Matt. Tell me what you know about this. Coyote bites man, internet goes wild. We don't know. Why have they not identified who's been bitten? I mean, we'll know who has a giant bandage <laughs> on their hand come Sunday. My thing, and somebody brought that to my attention yeah. yesterday, is, hey, a player got bit. I need some context. Yeah. If he's out there offering him a That's Dorito, <laughs> you know, <laughs> come and get it. Come here, puppy. That's one thing. But if it played from the, 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 oh, is it, what was that? But that was the extra thing. Yeah, we'll, show, we'll get to it in a second. Do you want to show it right now? If you want to do the coyote thing, we can do it. Well, no, I mean, oh, it's magic that we're doing here. But anyway, <laughs> no, but anyway, it, by the way, if it's Brock Purdy, another reason to take that Sam, the Sam Darnold MVP, which is like plus 200, I think. 200 so, to one, baby. 200 to one. Take Sam Darnold. Maybe Brock Purdy shows up. He's got a bad hand. But I mean, I, I need some context. And I've seen on, I saw on Twitter, it said uh, coyote attacked a player. Now, if, if that's the case, that's just a freak accident, right. you know. Whether they were in Lake Las Vegas or elsewhere, yeah. that's another thing. But, uh, yeah, I need a little bit of context I before agree. I make a full decision on that. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And then last but not least, we did have this as a late entry. Uh, Kyle Shanahan apparently had a few too many beverages before last night. Is that correct? So here's a picture of him. Now look at the outfit, that jacket. It's funny to hear Jed say that. Same jacket. Heavy eyes. the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, when owner comes in after training camp practice, it's like, hey, how's the quarterback? And he, what he means is the starter. Or the second, and you and irritation go. I don't know, but our third guy's the best. Like that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he yeah. remembers it very hmm. strong. He's well inebriated. That, that was, sounds it like it. He's normally well very well spoken. Yeah. yeah. And so by the way, right when this away, clip ends, right after he he, uh, he revealed the first 15 scripted plays of the game, he's like, oh, so "We're gonna help with Christian McCaffrey." You can tell the Chiefs are coming. We're not gonna stop her. But if you know the rambling, he has all the signs. Yeah, right there. Plus, later on, he was seen licking the side of the Luxor. So, I think something. <laughs> All right. So, uh, today uh, is a big episode for you guys, right? You got uh, Sports by the Book. What's going on on Sports by the Book today? Yeah. Chris Andrews is going to stop by. Um, Arash Markazi is going to uh, come on via video call. Uh, long time. You you might know him from, from L.A. He's uh, spent a long time in L.A. as a writer for yeah. LA, L.A. Times, ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now running his own company, the Sporting Tribune, covering sports in L.A., Las Vegas, and Hawaii. He's in town. He's been on Radio Row all week. He'll be joining us from Radio Row to talk about more the culture side of the Super Bowl, just to talk about you know what it's looking like in Las Vegas, kind of in his experience, how this Super Bowl has differed from others so far. And yeah. uh, we'll talk some Lakers and Clippers as well. He's oh, pretty, like he, he follows those two teams pretty closely. So Ar Arash Markazi, uh, you can find him on Twitter at Arash Markazi. I would recommend checking out his tweets if you're interested in the Super Bowl at all. He's got some real cool stuff. Cool. Yeah. And, and just down on Radio Row, he'll be back tomorrow on Sports by the Book. And uh, he's going to have some interviews that he did. And uh, he's having a blast. On. We had a really good time. That was the most time I've ever spent. Jeff and I were like hanging out. And you said that's the second Super Bowl you've been to? Uh, second, yeah, I was there. But when, first from a media capacity. From a media capacity, yes. I saw I was in Tampa Bay when uh, the Steelers beat the Arizona Cardinals. So considered one of the greatest Super Bowls. And I saw two of the best Super Bowl plays ever. It's Antonio Holmes' catch, James Harrison's interception. It was awesome. Uh, so you were talking college basketball today on the show, obviously, as well. You said you had a couple picks. 
Um, what do you got? Well, the uh, first one I'm taking a look at is going to uh, be going on while we're on the air. It's a 3.30 West Coast tip-off between Ole Miss traveling to South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks. I like the Gamecocks laying three and a half. They uh, are one of the hottest teams in the country, winners of eight of their last ten. Ole Miss laid an egg in the second half of their last game against Auburn. They got outscored 56-33 to in the second half alone at home. So I think that that hangover effect continues into this one. I've got about six plays right now. I'll have probably about three or four more throughout the show. But two that I'm taking a look at, two Big 12 dogs. We're okay. going with BYU and we're going with Iowa State tonight. Think about them both on the money line. I have my or BYU rather on the money line. I did lay the or rather catch two points with Iowa State. Their last game against Baylor was a two-point decision. They were down two with yeah. one and a half seconds left. They banked in a three-pointer yeah. to win it. Yeah. And then it was called off because it, it was ever so slightly on the on the fingertip of the shooter. So they lost by two. I think those two points are going to be important. But I'll give you my reasonings. But take a look at BYU and Iowa State. You can money line or parlay rather those yeah. two money lines at like plus 315 or something like that. So decent value on two teams. Uh, pretty short dogs, both on the road, though. Nice. Uh, very good. Uh, now, the prop bets, I know you and Alex talked a lot of props yesterday. We're talking more today. Uh, you got to talk more prop. I mean, they're just is there one that's jumping out at you that you can talk about with Brian and I? There's a, there's a couple that I'm that I'm looking at for okay. sure. Um, one of the main ones and one that I will bet is the second half under. Okay. Uh, 24 oh. right now is the total here at South Point behind us, number 3046 on the rotation number. Uh, the Chiefs 17 and two to the under in the second half, 18 and one to the under in the fourth quarter so far yeah, this year. We, yeah, I heard that. Best second half under team since 1991. So I'm, I like the second half under as far as a, a full game one. Uh, one other one that I'm going to take a flyer on just because I think it's an elevated number, number 3115. 3115. Will at least one quarter be scoreless? Yeah. I see this game as about this one, yeah. lower scoring. I yeah. think it's going to be a pretty run heavy game script, especially later on. I think one quarter to be scoreless at four to one, which is what it is, at least on the on the packet right now. The numbers could have moved, but uh, I like it at anything over three to one. I, I think it's there a really go. interesting prop. I think these two defenses are going to bend but not break. It's just a matter of how much they bend, um, and that, that's one that I've been talking about for the last week or so. I really like that. And the other one that I really am going to be taking a shot on and probably playing multiple units on thirty one eighty three. What will the Chiefs do first? Score or punt? Let me pull up the number here because we talked about it on the show yesterday. Here we go. The Chiefs have scored on their opening drive, just points in general, okay. in eight straight playoff games. That's wow. the longest streak in the NFL since 1990. Wow. And I think that with two, with two weeks to get ready to go, I think Andy Reid's going to have a pretty exotic game plan early. I think both teams pass early, run late, okay. which is kind of the opposite of what we've seen in Super Bowls uh, as of late. Uh, the other one, too, that I, I, don't, I haven't played it yet. I'm going to take a look at the number. Years and years, the last probably three to five years, I've taken no on will there be a score in the first five and a half minutes. Books yeah. will offer five and a half, six and a half, seven and yeah. a half, and I've gone no, no, no. I think, like I said, this one's going to be high scoring and wide open early and then uh, you know, running and slow it down late. I think that someone is going to figure out a way to score early, whether it's the 49ers if they get the ball first on their first drive. If the Chiefs get the ball first, I love someone to score in the first five and a half minutes. And you're saying no, 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 but Usher will be saying yeah, yeah, yeah at halftime. Can you name three Usher songs? Yeah, Let It Burn, Yeah, um, OMG. I don't know OMG. Caden, it's the one with song? Will I Am. Oh, yeah. my, oh yeah. the one with Will I, I, I think Am. He, I think he opens with that. If it's not Yeah, I think he opens with OMG. Now, these are these are props sometimes you can get around town or on some of the apps. And stuff Never like in that. Nevada. You won't be able right, to find halftime props produced, in Nevada. Right. But yeah. in other states, if you're watching elsewhere, I think OMG or Yeah for first song. If you can get over two and a half collaborators, yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, show closer, though, doesn't it? It's based, I think or DJ. you come out hitting hard. I think come, coming out hitting hard. The other one, Sneaky. DJ got us fallen in love. The beginning of that song. one, beginning of that one really hits. 
Who had any idea that he would rattle off six or seven Usher songs? Right I got there? more. I'm a man of culture, Frank. <laughs> I know. What would be the thing we'd be surprised to know that you're 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 into the most, or musical artist that you're into the most? Musical artist. I'm actually really into reggae music. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I've been listening to reggae since like middle school. Re reggae, EDM. I like rap. I like rock. The only thing I really don't like is country, which does surprise some people. Yeah, I, I, I I'm good with almost everything except for jazz. Like. So I I like played jam the, jazz. Oh, I, God. I play the drums. So I actually oh, I grew that. up playing in jazz bands through school. Oh God! So I said uh, the wrong thing to the wrong person. Uh, you I'm don't sorry. have to worry about me being insulted. You know what? I need a shot of Doctor Thunder. Someone get me some Doctor Thunder <laughs> lasers on. You got to try harder than that to piss me off. Right? I want to be Matt Everett. I, I I always wanted to play drums. I play that a makes bit, one of us. Wow! And unbelievable. All right. Uh, the one prop bet. I just want to get your take on. Yeah. This is rotation thirty four fifty seven. It's. Longest reception in the game by Travis Kelsey. They have it at 20 and a half right now. Is it still 20 and a half here? Probably. Probably right around there. Travis Kelsey is obviously Patrick Mahomes' favorite receiver. Yeah. He always seems to have one or two busted plays where he's wide open. He finds it. Like we said, uh, Ryan, the other day, there's almost like he just goes out and Patrick knows where he's going to be. Yep. Just almost, finds the open zone. Right. Just finds the open. He just finds the soft spot and sits there. And it, that seems like an over for me. I like that because there's the, 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 Yards after catch potential with him. Yes, I mean he. Yeah, and well, he's, he's, gonna be he's the best up. in the league as far as tight ends go of finding the open space and as yeah. you said, just kind of sitting down. What's to stop him from doing that 10, 12 yards down the field and then busting another ten, twelve yards? Exactly. And, and, he, over is, that. and he is pumped up for this game, and he got booed last night. Did you see him getting booed? No. So on the introduce, it was predominantly 49er fans. Yeah, it's a location thing. At this this, this time of week, I think the Chiefs fans coming in later. They're gonna come in later. Yeah. Exactly. Although there's a lot of Chiefs fans around South Point, but anyway, so they introduce him and they're booing him. And you know what he said? He goes. I like the cheers, but I love the booze more. They are pissing him off. What they are doing is making him angry right now. Uh, I like that one. There's there's quite a few. We'll get into them. We're sprinkling them through the week. Uh, good show today. We want to thank Jeff Parles for that hit from Radio Row. Put that on our best of reel. Single. And then, <laughs> it's not Jeff's fault. It just it was we just didn't have a good. You know how many people are on the internet right now? Yeah. At that facility. Bandwidth be damned this week. Bandwidth be damned. <laughs> Uh, a lot more funny stuff. Uh, we appreciate you guys watching the show. Uh, we're going to post that video of me and Jeff messing around last night. That'll be on our shorts. Um, Kane does a great job of putting the comedy cuts. Butch Bradley yesterday told that great story about Prince. I don't know if you saw it, but yeah, he that was did great. a commercial out with Prince, and you guys are circulating that and watching it, so we really appreciate it. And Drew Dog, with the we, we, got a, we got a Drew Dog mention. We got, we got, the, we got the, the Drew Dog Dorito in there. <laughs> and Ann taking the shot of Tom's pregame Dr. Thunder drink. I'm going to try it. Does it taste like diet Dr. Pepper or is it just like a little Walmarty? <laughs> Only one way to find out. I know. Where's there a Walmart around here? Is there one close? There's one not too far from here, actually. Yeah. I'm more I of a Target man now. myself. My favorite French market, Target. Target. Uh, anyway, thank you for watching the show. Let's see if there's any live comments at the end. B-Town Dummies, thanks for always making me feel like a jerk. Uh, oh, my God. Matt's a stone. No, Matt's not a stone. What? He was saying that because of the reggae. Oh, because of the reggae. By the way, it's Bob Marley's birthday. It was, I think, yesterday. And on Valentine's Day, that movie's coming out about Bob Marley's life, which looks really good. I'm excited to see that one. Yeah. Isn't that a Wednesday? It's, it's a weird day. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Maybe they're thinking, you know, take your girl to dinner, smoke up, go see a movie. There you go. <laughs> they are going to open some uh, <laughs> cannabis lounges in Las Vegas coming up. Just passed that law. There you go. Bob Marley's final concert performance was in what city? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania. It's at the Stanley Theater. All right. Thank you for watching the show. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow, clear. what's that? We almost got clear with that. Almost, you. Jerry. Screw Jerry. He's on vacation. <laughs> I said it, Jerry. I know he's probably watching. Yep, sounds like a show. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a show closer. Jerry and I are like. Well, I almost poked myself out with a chopstick. National Chopsticks Day. 
Uh, big guest coming later in the week. Uh, and Kevin Belenkoff, I know people want to know. Kevin will be here on Thursday. Joe D'Amico will be here on Friday. We'll get some props and their take on the game. So thank you for watching the show, ladies and gentlemen. We really appreciate you subscribing and getting our numbers up. Have a good night. Come back at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock for Sports by the Book with this man, Matt Neverett, and more fun videos tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Punchlines, lines, live in Nevada, every show.